0: Welcome to Her Journey Podcast, where we talk with incredible, talented, and powerful women about their experiences. My name is Aline, and I am your host. And today I am joined with Caitlin, the founder of Supporting Smiles. And before we get into any everything, I'd love if you could just kind of give a brief introduction about yourself.
1: Okay. Hi, my name is Caitlin. I am 15 years old and I'm from Ohio. I am the founder and owner of supporting smiles a youth organization that basically um is based around the education and awareness of mental health
0: all right thank you so much um so i kind of already know like a little bit about your mental health journey but i know a lot of people don't so for however much you feel comfortable sharing about that background please go right ahead
1: okay so mental health can be um kind of complicated and long when um talking about it, so I'm gonna say as best as I can. So for as long as I can remember, I relationship with my father. It was never great, but it was okay for enough. It was okay. But one thing led to another and our relationship turned to yelling, calling and manipulation. It was so mentally draining when I'd have to go to his house. I felt like, I kind of feel like my anxiety originated from that situation as I was constantly scared of what he would do next. And it was fine for a while until I got contact with him around April of 2020. And I went into a little bit of a dark spot. And I created Supporting Smiles in July, and my family, Supporting Smiles, and my counselor helped me get out of that spot. But I hope I also helped myself get out of that spot. During that time, up to creating Supporting Smiles, I found myself.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that entire situation can be pretty scary and tough but mm-hmm. looking back what would you say was kind of the hardest part about leaving that toxicity and yeah what would you say is the hardest part about it
1: okay I touched on this a little bit the last question but um one of the hardest parts of, so I didn't know um I didn't grow as much of um as much of a person in that situation I mean I grew enough to get the courage to stand up to him. But other than that, I didn't grow that much as a person for those few years I was in that situation. So last summer, I really found outside of that um, toxicity. And it was definitely the hardest part of that. Because um, I kind of t- touched on it, but I was in that dark spot. And it was really hard to get out of it. But I'm glad I did. And I got
0: out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, what would you say that you really wish that you knew when you were in the process of um, kind of that dark spot?
1: I wish I knew that um, I had those people around me and those people were reaching out because I I knew they're there, um, but I really didn't really know they're there trying to reach out. And so I really wanted to be to myself. But um, one of the best things I could have done with myself is in the beginning, not be to myself and reach out more and kind of say more to my feelings. So I kind of wish I like told some more people how I was feeling, but um, I ended up getting out of it. So that was good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Was there like, what specifically led you to kind of realize that there are people there for you who will support you and encourage you?
1: Well, I think it was more my counselor who helped me realize that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, because um, I, when I kind of got in that and my p- family like realized that's where, where I was, in my life at that moment um we I went back to my counselor and we started talking more and so she helped me realize that there are situations that I may have overreacted to and that these people are there for me those people are there to help me because everyone knows this is tough and so I kind of helped me make me realize that and got my eyes wide open a little bit
0: Right, definitely. And I know we kind of touched on this a little bit uh, previously, but do you think like regarding that entire situation, if there is something that you would really change about the way you reacted to the situation at first, or even the way you tackled any part of that experience?
1: Um, part of me always wished um, I would have stood up to him sooner, or um, I said something different. And like, I would always look back on after a be like oh my gosh I wish I said this this would have brought my point a lot um, my point across way better and but Mm -hmm. I always believe that everything happens for a reason and then I stood up to him at the right time that I was supposed to and so um, having those little fights and thinking about what you said at a certain time really wasn't the whole point of what's going on so I kind of put it back Mm
0: -hmm. yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. I think that (laughs) also just kind of goes to show how important it is to have someone you can really trust to help you um, that you can just go to when you need help and when you need support. And so in your mental health journey, who would you say has made really the biggest positive influence within that entire experience?
1: Um, There's like two main people who helped me during my journey, and those were my mom and my counselor. Um, I wouldn't be anywhere without my mother, and she is the one of my ultimate inspirations in my life and I saw my counselor even before like the major situation started and she really helped me realize some things and she even helped me create supporting smiles so those are some people who put a positive impact on my life and during this situation.
0: Mm -hmm, definitely and I think sometimes people at first they can be hesitant to kind of get help from a professional because it it can definitely be scary at first but was it scary or nerve-wracking for you to first go and see a counselor
1: oh yeah totally because um I I, even leading up to me seeing one I said no multiple times because I, I it's kind of part of that stigma that that's around therapy and seeing someone and getting help is that you're afraid for like many reasons and because you just don't really know what goes on during like a session and I was scared for many reasons I was scared someone would tell someone that I that I didn't what I said and that's really not true that's so false that whatever you said in there is stays in there so Mm -hmm. I once I went to the first few I was pretty fine with that so that's good
0: Mm -hmm. Definitely. Do you see like that sort of stigma around kind of therapy and reaching out for help in um, not only your own life, but like maybe friends and other people's lives around you, too?
1: Yeah. And I and then once I started supporting smiles, I realized, oh, yeah, I felt this like I and I talked about it on the, the account on how I really felt this in my life, see how there's no point to it at all. But it's still there. And so, and I think the thing is that you don't know until you try and I really don't um, see it in like, I think it's just everywhere and people in the mental health community. So, yeah,
0: Mm -hmm. definitely. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And your story is just really incredible. And so um, I love that you were able to kind of, with the help of your counselor, start supporting Smiles to kind of help grow and uh, grow as a person along your mental health journey but um, I kind of want to know the process behind how exactly you came up with the idea of starting Supporting Smiles.
1: Yeah so I I think for the week I don't know how I really came up with the idea. I remember being at work and thinking about like what was going on at the time and I'm like wow this is a really good idea and I dot, um, jotted it down on like my notes app on my phone And then I made sure like to talk to my counselor the next time about this idea. And she loved it. Like she, I, I, she was so happy about it and she thought it could really help me. And then it did. And I, she was the first person I really told about the idea. And then I told my mom and so she was, my mom was, and I think those two steps were really crucial for me getting the support and me knowing that I could do this. And I, yeah, and so I then I started like making posts because my counselor said, "I want to be prepared." And so I got on Canva, and I'm like, "Okay, I need to figure this out." So I found a couple, like, "Okay, this," and so and then lastly, I created the account, and the rest is kind of like history. I don't know; we just grew so fast, and yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, I actually want to know also maybe a little bit more about what exactly you do within your organization and what kind of topics you usually cover.
1: Okay, so um and so I started it to help other people other str- other people struggling with their mental health and educate them of what will be going on with others. So we do a bunch of different little things. We mostly post um um forums like Twitter, TikTok and yeah, we we will post polls on our Instagram stories see if they do this what is their coping method for this and yeah that's what we do
0: yeah that's awesome (laughs) and you have such an amazing impact and reach so how were you able to really manage to grow your platform so much
1: uh um whenever i answered this before i'm like oh i don't know how i grew this because it grew so fast and it kind of just like took me by surprise a lot and um, Mm -hmm. I have some few tips that I think if anyone wanting to start an organization would use. So I recommend posting every single day and I saw like the effects if you don't and if you do. Um, Basically when I started the organization I posted every single day and it really showed how um, that helps because you know the people seeing your posts know what's going on and know that you're active and if you don't and you take long breaks, um, people will start forget about you, forget about your organization. So I saw that because I took a big, long break between, I think, October and November. And then when I, it was like the end of November, I'm like, OK, I need to get serious. And that's basically what happened. And now we've been posting every day since. And so I also recommend um, not um, spamming your story with a bunch of like shoutouts or anything else because less people review it. And so, yeah, and that's like basically the main tips I'll give to anyone who asks me because I feel like those help the most with like reach reach, and like outreach and yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's some great advice. And um, yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to kind of apply that to my own organizations, <laughs> but yeah, that's awesome. Um, and you mentioned that you do like pretty much all of this on your own, but do you have like a team that, helps you out a little bit. Yeah,
1: I um it's not that I do most of it on my own. I have a lot of help with my team. It's about 50 members. And so um they they have their own little teams. There's a researching team, a graphic design team which helps make almost all the posts um because like I'm mostly managing it and I don't make as much posts anymore. And so there's an outreach team that helps with starting new projects, a social media managing team which helps manage our other social media platforms um a creative project team which helps um with our new projects with a podcast and igtv series and the last team is an illustrating team because every once in a while we'll have illustrated posts with drawings on it and we want to um display other like artists
0: yeah that's awesome (laughs) and yeah you've been doing a lot and you have a ton of incredible posts and things like that and would you say, is there, like, a favorite topic that you cover that you're really just most passionate about?
1: Um, Yeah, there's a few topics that we've covered and really, like, push to cover more. And a lot of those are, like, abuse because I know that personally and, like, certain, like, types that mm-hmm. I might, like, resonate with. And like school stress, because I know we all feel it and I know it r- relates to more people, but I know that I need to take the tips that we talk about. And so it's kind of, I like talking about that. I like posting about that. And I feel like those are the topics that I'm most affect, I feel like they could also relate to people. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Those topics are just really important to cover, especially kind of in today's society when we have a lot of these um, mental health issues and the stigma around it. It's definitely important to cover these types of topics. So that's really incredible what you're doing. Um, and yeah, I know I know that you started supporting Smiles so that you could um, kind of just help yourself cope and grow along this journey. So can you tell me kind of about The ways that you've been able to really grow and learn and um, specifically like what you learned along the way of running Supporting Smiles
1: yeah so I definitely um, feel like I've grown a lot in the past year and like from like kind of contact with my father most and starting Supporting Smiles Supporting Smiles taught me a lot of things and I feel like a lot I'm very an anxious person a lot of the time but I'm trying to be less an anxious person as I like not try to worry about less and I feel like I found myself this year and honestly stop caring what other people me because I feel like that has stopped me in the past and I even didn't tell a lot of my friends or family about supporting smiles in the beginning because I was worried what they thought and so I and supporting smiles also showed me how much you can impact someone's life even if you aren't physically present with them. I've gotten so many messages about how much I've helped people and how, like, I recently got a message on comment and saying, this could help so much for me. And it was a post about how to get out of an abusive relationship. And I kind of just felt so, like, kind of relieved. I don't know if that's the right word for it, but like how I'm actually helping people and it just felt great. And so I feel like supporting smiles also helped me grow as a person and show how much I could help impact someone's life.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. (laughs) I think that it's incredible that your organization is just really making like a real impact. And I feel like that's super important when it comes to an organization that's focused specifically on um, providing coverage on these different types of mental health mm-hmm. issues. So, yeah, it's just something really amazing that mm-hmm. you're doing. And I know that, um, like even in your mental health journey, it must have been really tough to balance school and mental health, especially when not everyone knows exactly what you're going through. And like you mentioned before, um, it becomes kind of scary because you feel like you're going to be judged. and there's like a lot of stigma around that in general. So, have you um, faced a lot of issues regarding that stigma mixed with um, school balanced with mental health?
1: I don't know if I necessarily faced a lot of issues with the stigma itself. I know I felt like at times where I was very confused. And um, because mostly the stigma, I felt really confused at sometimes even before um, I um, started supporting smiles and researching more mental health topics. I felt really, really confused with, basically what people at my school were saying and just kind of other things. But it took me a while to find the balance between school and men- my mental health and try to keep my mental health intact. And I, I think the, one of the best things for that is keeping um, and taking time for yourself. I'm very, um, mm-hmm. I love, I really like school and I, I'm, you don't hear a lot of people say that, but I am very focused on my like school and so that's always my number one thing and supporting smiles is very close second. And so you've got to always have time for yourself. And that's really just like a self care thing. You always have to um, keep in your back of your head, even if it's just taking five minutes after you're done studying and scrolling on TikTok or whatever it is, but that really helps. And um, if you just take breaks and makes the world and, and even approves how you are in school. So yeah, I feel like balancing school and mental health took me a while and trying to realize what um, and like trying to get my mental health intact. But once I did, I have a little balance now.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think um, like a lot of the time with school, I think it's kind of tough to just balance that mental health and still care for yourself, especially when you're worried about grades and activities in school. And a lot of schools don't always give um, like the specific mental health resources to those who really need it or mental health resources that are really effective. But um, I mean, it definitely varies from school to school. But did your own school kind of provide resources? Or did you kind of have to um, use outside resources and things like that along your mental health um, journey?
1: Uh, my school didn't really provide a lot of resources. Um, we know that I know there's, there's like the guidance will like department will give out and like show and like other um, certain topics. But I really had to learn for myself of what worked best for me and what was going on. And so, yeah, that, uh, that's what I had to do.
0: Mm-hmm, definitely and I also think like what you said about kind of having to lots of the time handle mental health on your own um and even now like mental health isn't just something that can or mental health struggles isn't something that can just end in an instant it really takes time for you to mm-hmm. heal and find the right people to surround yourself with and just create that safe environment for you else, for mm-hmm. yourself so would you say like you're still someone who's facing challenges with mental health today? um, And you're still learning to overcome them?
1: Um, yeah, like you said, they've never really, kind of like what you said is they never really go away. There are good days and there are bad days. So I would say I'm a very, I'm okay now. I'm not in this dark place anymore. I am much better. But again, there are good days and bad days with my mental health, as long as they're, and yeah. And so basically, what I'm saying is there are some days better than better or worse than the others. So it just depends on the day. But I think my mental health is generally better. And I'm
0: working on the path
1: to being healed, mostly.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, I think it's, yeah, definitely important to take care of your mental health before um, helping others with theirs. So it's great that you're kind of already on that journey to um, just being better and being able to help others overcome maybe what you faced in the past Mm -hmm. but yeah that's awesome and you faced a lot of these mental health struggles in the past but what would you say is the the challenge or the struggle the specific thing that happened to you that you're most proud of overcoming
1: well I think of one of the things that I've overcome the most is like getting out of the toxic relationship with my father and I, once I finally felt, I mean, it will never be over and I will never be completely free. Mm -hmm. But um, getting out of that situation, like um, almost two years ago, um, where I said, no, I'm done, I'm leaving, was one of the biggest thing that I was proud of myself. And it took me a while to be proud of myself about that. But I think one of the most memorable moments I had, during my journey and where I was trying to find myself. And um, after all that, and after all like the realization that I'm proud of myself for um, getting out of that situation. But one thing that made me truly proud of myself was with hitting a thousand followers on the Supporting Smiles Instagram account. I hit a thousand followers after three weeks of running it. And it brought me so much joy in seeing that number and knowing how far I've come. Because I it was, um I started supporting smiles just like about a year and a half after I was like kind of like done with my father, and I didn't see him and I didn't stay with him. And so, um, it took me so long to finally get on the journey of finding myself. And so seeing a thousand made me very, so, very happy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an incredible number to reach, especially in such a short period of time. So, yeah, congratulations mm-hmm. on being so. Um, amazing and incredible with growing that organization. Um, And I also wanted to kind of ask this question, but as a part of that entire mental health journey that you've gone through, what would you say is maybe an unforgettable moment of just like realization or growth for you?
1: Um, One thing, which was like a realization and it was during the time I was with, um, I think it was around June or July, And I was in counseling very like weekly. It was the time where she was, it was like I just started the organization and my counselor told me how proud she is of me and how far I've come and how um, in such little time and how I amaze her because of how far I've come in that little time of like creating that organization and how fast it's growing and the impact I was making. So I think during that time, I was still very fragile with like what was ever going on and me being in the contact I was in with my father and me coming to counseling again for the second time and realizing that other people are seeing what I'm doing. And I was like, wow, I am doing something. And yeah, I think that was when I realized. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think when you see like the impact you're actually making Mm -hmm. that really like hits you and I think that that is something like really and truly amazing and you're doing like such an incredible job with that um but yeah of course and so um just like another question real quick um for your organization actually kind of circling back to supporting smiles are you working on maybe any upcoming projects or Um, Are you planning to cover any new topics in the new future for your organization? Yes.
1: So um, we have a lot of plans in the future. We are starting a podcast and a website that I'm very excited about. And basically the podcast will be Mm -hmm. like um, going around the table with the members of the podcast team. And we'll be basically talking about like mental health on different people's perspectives and i think perspectives of mental health and how they view it and how they view different topics is very important especially with our mission and how to get it across so i'm very excited to start that soon and the website i am really excited about we're still in the works with that and i don't know when it's coming out yet but um we are going to be doing like so many different things we're going to have like different articles on there um, we're gonna have t- different people who, who wants to share their journeys there on there, and so I'm very excited for that. And in the topic of like different topics we might cover soon, um, we're gonna be talking about soon keep um, like health as a whole, basically the different components of health and different like how to be overall healthy, like um, because I feel like that's very important to talk about even if you're, um, as I'm an owner of a mental health organization, because even if your mental health good, uh, even if you're have good physical health, you can have bad mental health, and even your mental health is good, they all kind of correlate with each other. And so talking about exercise and that kind of stuff and health as a whole is very important for our organization, even if we don't talk about it like regularly, it's very important to just talk about it.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's incredible. And yeah, all those projects and topics sound really exciting. So (laughs) I'm definitely looking forward to all of those. Um, But yeah, so before we go, um, just one last question for you is, do you have any advice for those out there who are maybe kind of going through abuse or not, or doesn't have to be abuse, just really struggling with their mental health? So
1: I could say one big piece of advice, and I kind of talked about this in the beginning is, to know you're not alone. I bet you have like family or friends surrounding you and wanting to make sure you're okay. So I definitely want to make sure if anyone's listening and are struggling to make sure they're not alone and always check out um, Supporting Smiles if they um, need something or if they are worried about something in their life. And if they ever need help, just DM us. and. I think that's the biggest advice I could get. It doesn't really help much when you're talking behind a screen and you're just um, trying to listen. But listening to like that you're not alone helps later when you realize what you went through. So, yeah. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, that's some incredible advice. I think like especially um, that's that's just a message that is really important for someone to understand because even though that message is kind of seen in a lot of different places, it doesn't always get through to people because um, they don't see it as important or they kind of ignore it. But um, it definitely is something that is really important to understand in your own mental health journey. But um, yeah, awesome. It was so amazing Mm -hmm. speaking to you. You are incredibly inspiring. And thank you again so much for just coming on and speaking today.